This will put everything for everyone in the world into perspective. Quarantine life day number. What day are we on, Bart's? You know, I, I really don't know anymore. Like, I don't even know what day it is. I, <laughs> I swear to God, I I have no clue what is going on anymore. Like, I, I'm in the middle of my house and I have no idea. How are you surviving? You live alone. For those who don't know, Aaron and Tida lives alone in an apartment. You don't have a dog. You don't have no. anything. Not no. even, not anyone. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, thanks. Thank you for reminding me that. Thank you for plugging that right straight in there. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I guess that's that's the reason why it would it would it would be nice to have this conversation. And and I don't even know what are like what is this? Is this on your podcast? Or what is this? Yeah, this is uh, the unpaid version of That's Wonderful, a.k.a. Oh, nice. Adulting with Joyce Spring and Erin Atayde. <laughs> Another episode that we're shooting remotely from our homes. I haven't left my house in maybe a good nine days. Wow. I really took myself, yeah, I, I took self-quarantining quite seriously because I have a Lola who I'm very close with, uh, my parents, of course, and my husband's parents, as well as Pamangkin. So I really didn't want to take any chances by going out. The last time that I went to work was... Two Fridays ago or last Friday? Wow. Yeah, it's it's yeah two Friday ago, two Fridays ago. So I, I'm staying at home. It's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine how everybody else is doing. Parts, how are you doing? Uh, it well, first of all, I I am very lucky that you know until today I'm still you know very healthy. Uh, I have no cough. I don't have any any like symptoms or anything like that so first of all that alone is like thank you lord for for making sure that that is happening right now um but i I guess i just wanted to start out like how how this all got to me so um it was on my the day of my birthday we recorded uh an episode i I believe that came out today yeah and um for for the same for the same podcast and i was supposed to be going to bali that day I was supposed to get on a plane, go to Bali, be there for four days, celebrate my birthday there. But as as it turned out, we canceled it. We canceled our trip right then and there. Um, last minute, right? Like last right minute. before you guys got onto the plane. Yeah, yeah. We, it was literally an hour before our we were supposed to head to the airport when we decided, you know what, let's forget it. It's not worth it. Let's whatever the the, the loss of money is going to be, then so be it. Because you know health is more important than wealth um so we decided you know what if if we're there was no quarantine yet or anything like that it was still like Mm -hmm. open city and everything so me and my friends are like okay the next day let's let's just go somewhere with a pool or something like that let's lock ourselves there before anything happens and you know let's let's at least enjoy our final time before maybe a lockdown happens and while we were there that's when eventually they announced that there was going to be a citywide lockdown um, luckily enough, when I was up there, that's where I did, that's when I did my grocery. I was in Batangas and there yeah, was we nobody, talking, right? yeah, there was nobody, there was nobody in any of the groceries in Batangas. Uh-huh. So we were all lucky enough to get our groceries done with nobody in the way. There was no lines or anything like that. And, um, we came back down to Manila. Um, I got my water, I got my laundry, everything. And after that, that's when I started my lockdown and for eight, nine days straight, I did not leave the house. I 
the furthest I got out of my house was right outside the door to have more water <laughs> delivered. And I just left the water there. I left the money. They knocked when my, my water was there. I left it there for like two hours. I was like, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Wiped it down, brought it inside my house. And then, yeah, that's that's how it's been for me so far. How about you? Uh, I, and I, I mean, like for me, there's nobody here. For you, at least you have your husband. Yeah, we're fighting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly, actually, Wancho and I haven't been fighting a lot. Um and I think it's nice because nagpaplastigan pa kami at this point. Kasi newly married pa I mean, I think more than anything, we've been really trying to consciously make an effort to make the environment healthy for the both of us. Meaning, we had to carve out space in our tiny apartment to make sure that, hey, this is your space and this is my space. And when you have to work, we go our separate ways and, and we work in our own stations, right? And um, I, I made a, a list, actually, of rules, of house rules. You and made the, the list. Yeah, I made the list, of um, <laughs> which he approved. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he has participation of mine. He approved it. <laughs> no, but okay, this is the importance. And for everybody listening... You know, it's something that I think you should also consider putting together a house rules kind of thing for your household mm -hmm. or for yourself to kind of keep yourself sane. Um, so for me and Wancho, I kind of put together this house rules going like we can only watch two um, maximum of two Netflix shows per day. OK, I like that. I like yeah, that. Because the first three days, we were just sitting in the couch watching Netflix the whole day. And at the end of it, we were like, Para wala So ration your Netflix, guys. <laughs> yes, do that. Yes. And more than anything, I, I did that to be productive, right? So mm -hmm. maximum of... Um, two Netflix shows for days for a day, which is why, you know, Love is Blind actually lasted for an entire week on me. I told you. Didn't I tell you it, it was good? I told you it was it, good. So trashy and so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then another thing that I said was like, um, exercise every day or at least three or four times a day, even if just for a short while, I put that. Mm -hmm. Now, 20 minutes long, move around the house, do a home workout. I had to, you know, put that on the list. Another thing is I, I wrote down, stop eating like you're on vacation. You are not on vacation. <laughs> another ah, thing that, that we did, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, another thing uh, was like, Play, to play with Bowie, our dog, because mm -hmm. we, we can't really walk him around the compound. So we're just stuck at home trying to play fetch with him and making mm -hmm. sure that he's entertained. And, and the reason why I'm sharing this is not because I'm a genius or anything like that. I don't think that any of my rules were uh, genius ideas, but, but more of, I think in this situation, which basically kind of shows also it, it, it makes me remember all the world ending apocalypse movies I've ever watched. It's like I'm living that right now. You have to make adjustments in your life to make sure that your mental state and your emotional state and your spiritual state is just as healthy as your physical one. Right, yes. Bart? I, I completely agree. And uh, you know it's it's funny because your rules, the rules that you set for somebody that is living with your new husband, ironically, are the same exact rules that I have for <laughs> myself. And there's nobody here. I I went through nine days of not talking, not seeing a single human being. 
And finally, I had to go to the grocery and, and you know, take my, my distance from everyone while I was doing it. But I have this, I have the same way. I, I tried yoga and, and you know me, I'm not, I'm not a yoga guy. Wow. Yoga Yoga and error in the title? What? Does, it does not mix. But I thought to myself, I was like, okay, wait a minute. If there's going to be one time that I'm going to do yoga and no one is going to judge me while I do it, now is the time to do it. How? Thankfully, I, I actually enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed doing yoga. And, you know, it's it was interesting to see that, you know, they, they are, I, I get it. I get the reason why why people like it. And I agree with you. The the rules that we might have set, we, we are in no way an authority on how to do it. This is something yeah. that has never happened in the history of, uh, in recent history. The, I mean, nobody in, in the world right now knows how to handle this type of situation. Obviously, so I, I, as we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, so I guess the, the, the best part, and I think I, I look at the, the rules that you made, and for some people they have something like that, but they're not necessarily you know, putting it into words the way that you would want to do it, was it was just being able to control the things that you can. Mm-hmm. Because That's right. At this point, the way that I look at it is people are looking for something that they can control because everything seems to be out of control in society right now. And and I like that you made a list like that because that's what we're looking for. We're looking to be able to control things around us. And if that is simply being able to ration whatever food you have or being able to ration whatever shows that you have, having Mm -hmm. control of a situation that is uncontrollable is what is going to keep us sane. And I think that that is what I have been holding on to to keep me sane in the same way. Yeah, and honestly, on a more serious note, uh, my husband and I had a conversation earlier today and uh, he was saying, he said something like, I feel powerless. And I think a lot of people these days feel that same way. We feel powerless. And we, we were trying to hash out our emotions and the things that we were going through together. And I told him, you know, it makes a lot of people realize, it made me realize that everything that you thought you had control of was just an illusion. Yes. Like, honestly, even in in now that we're making these house rules, you're right. You're trying to control the things that you can. Um, but most of the things in life, like how your health is going to be like, where you're going to end up, what's going to happen with your career, all of these things, you think that you set sort, sort of some, some sort of boundaries and you think you're going to be safe for the rest of your life. But this COVID-19 pandemic just made us realize that, you know, at the end of the day, there really is nobody that's in control of what's going to happen with the entire world. And the only thing really that we can control is the way that we respond to it, right? Like, how do you respond to this situation, how do you adapt? Going back to the to the uh, episode that we talked about, uh, that we recorded a couple of days back, that I uh, released today. What the thing that you said, the characteristic that you said that all successful people have is adaptability. Yes. Right. And I feel like it's because all successful people that we know are survivors. There, they they thrive in their careers. They survive. They survive even if whatever their circumstances are. They survive because of their adaptability. And honestly, that's also the kind of characteristic that we'd want to work on and hone during these times. Absolutely. And I know 
I mean, I, I felt it myself. I, I know I want to go out. I need, I, even if I am an introvert and I don't usually like being around other people, you need to see people. And for someone like me who doesn't see anyone the entire day, yes, I do understand the need and the want to go out and to like really interact with somebody and have a conversation. But now is the time that we all need to make some sacrifices and just be like, okay. Uh, like for instance, yes, uh, yesterday, um, I had, I went to the supermarket and I was able to pick up some stuff and I bought some stuff for some of my friends. They literally came in, they were, they were standing on the other side of my house. I left the plastic out and I said, okay, it's over there. If you guys want to stay and have a conversation, you stay there, <laughs> I will stay here and we will talk this through. So we, we had a little bit of a, a conversation there. You, they, they were on the opposite side of my house, more, way more than one meter away. And that was literally the way that we, we were having an interaction. I understand that we are all looking for it. And I think that that's honestly why I texted you last night and saying, let's have a, let's do something. Let's talk because mm-hmm. we all need to have this already at some point. Will we be able to do it in uh, like a big community level anytime soon? I doubt it. I really don't. Yeah. This is going to be life for for the foreseeable future, and we need to get comfortable with it. And that's that's the usual thing, right there. So, what are the things that you've been realizing, or what are the lessons that you've been learning about yourself in all these days and hours that you've spent on your own? Oh and my like, god! I mean, honestly, like you're not the first person to message me. You, I have probably like three other friends who messaged me. The other one, and I'll I'll keep him anonymous, and he messaged. He was like, you know. The reason why adulting with Joy Spring is so important is because now young people have something that they can listen to with substance. Hindi lang yung kembot sila ng kembot. Where did that come from? He was just like, and he was telling me it's because all of these days as he's spending on in isolation, he's having a lot of self-awareness, a lot of yeah. realizations. And he wanted to encourage me not to really, not to denounce or make fun of anybody who's enjoying something else. He's just saying that I want to encourage you with what you're doing because now I realize it's something that's very important. Stripped of everything that I have, work, you know, all of these things, hobbies, friends, and, and even person-to-person interaction. So I'm sure you, you also parts, you're a deep thinker, oh, though yeah. people might not know that. Holistic Namaste in bed. Okay. Uh, I, I literally thought about everything. I've thought about how I would, like you said, I thought about how I have shown myself to society. I, I thought about how uh, society has looked at myself. Uh, but the one thing that I think I have really contemplated on, and and to keep it within the the entire realm of what's happening right now, it was a, it was a conversation that I immediately had with my brother, and it was that no matter what whatever is going to happen with what is happening right now in the world. Whether we whether we make it or not, because obviously everyone is still everything is still up in the air. This will put everything for everyone in the world into perspective. You know, because of this, who are the ones that mean more to your life than than others? You have realized who 
you know, who are you checking up on uh, every other day or every day? And you realize who are the people that mean so much more to your life than you might have realized any time before this. And I think that that is something beautiful that we can look at, uh, at this all. I mean, if I, I mean, I'm not saying that there's any silver lining or anything like that, but the one thing is that we can all look at this and just say, okay, I know who means so much more to my life than and I might have taken for granted before this or how I acted and I might have, have been in, in certain situations. And now we can rectify that on a, such a more personal level and hopefully become better people in the world because of this. Yeah. You know what, what you're talking about really is something that I actually also um, read about in an article. I forgot where. Um, but it was a compilation of all these amazing thinkers and um, the predictions that they have that would happen right after the pandemic. So one of the things that they said was um, patriotism will be on, on, on such a different level, right? Connection with people will be on such a different level. And that's because... You know, like for me, one of the things that that I also realized during this time, I was talking to Wancho about it. I said, you know, I wish I had studied medicine or I wish I had studied first aid at the very least, or I wish I had signed up for the army or, or anything like that, that would really better help the communities and, and, and my country. And, and you would never think of those things if you're comfortable at home doing what you're doing, pursuing your career and being comfortable in your own way. Right. And, and also, I think more than anything, this whole pandemic is teaching us, like what you said, to value the people who we love most and making us realize who we value the most. It's also helping us to see beyond ourselves. I it's, absolutely it, agree. Something that we would always talk about, right? Like me, I, I do constant work with with charities. I represent charities. I, I do all of these outreach stuff. But I never really understood it and felt it on such a personal level until I saw how many people are suffering through it, right? Because mm -hmm. every day, yung mga Pinoy naman are resilient eh. If, if people tell you that they're poor, it's usually like, they're poor, yes, but they're working, they're, you know, they're working five jobs, like, mag, mag, ano yan, mag sa sidecar yan, magbabenta sa palengke, mag, mag sa sideline kung saan, laging may ganun eh. And then, you strip all those opportunities away and then you're left with the reality that a lot of people have so much less than what they deserve than what they need to survive and i don't i think that's that's such a that's a deep that's a deep realization that all the things that we have are are really just privileges you yes, know it's absolutely huge privileges right mm -hmm. yes and i i think that that is where all of this stands right now, and I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make this anything more than just me and you having a conversation about the situation. But the one thing that I will point out is that when we notice our and we really put into check our privilege, that is where mm. you see who is acting what way and how. Mm. Um, I, I think that the the the, re, the who we really are is being shown at this point. Um, yeah. If you are empathetic, if you are not empathetic, if you if you feel patriotic, if you feel like you need to do something more, if you feel like you don't need to do anything at all, this will reveal who we really are in the world today. And you know, I I applaud people like a good friend of both of ours, uh, Chuck Araneta, who who's doing his very best to try and get 
you know, N95 masks out to as many hospitals as possible, doing mm -hmm. his own work, or whether it was anyone that, that donated in any which way possible, you know, any, whether your, your contribution is big or small, a contribution is still a contribution. Um, now, if you're, you look at your privilege and you think that you deserve it, if you think that you, you know, that what you have in the world is, some, is a chip on your shoulder and you still deserve more, then that is going to be coming out into the entire world as well. Yeah, that's true. You see the most selfish people being even more selfish these yeah. days, right? Which is, by the way, why I love the platform. I saw that you were watching it on your Instagram yes. stories. And then one yes. of my friends actually messaged me and he told me that I should watch it. And in the first five minutes of the movie, I texted him. I was like, is this a representation of the social economic problems that the Philippines is? <laughs> right? It looks like, like definitely is. And then, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but that's the, if, if you think deeply into the movie, that's what you're going to get. And it just made me realize so many things, things that I already know, but then to kind of see it so artfully, artistically represented on screen yes. was really good. Yeah, it was so, so interesting. So uh, obviously, when it, when it, now that it's in lockdown, uh, it, I'm watching everything. I'm anything possible. So okay, so top day, five parts or yeah. top three from all, everything that you watched Ooh, sige, that sige, you sige, would recommend five. to people. Okay, um, so immediately, well, since we talked about the platform, top three, the platform has to be there. It's a Spanish movie, I, I believe, that they did dub. Don't worry about it. You can you don't need to read the subtitles. It is dubbed into English. You can enjoy it that way. Um, I, I loved the platform because you're right. It has such a great and deep uh, socio-political, socio-economical like message that is being sent. And then, you know, whoever is higher, you know, it, it's, it's so good. But come into it with an open mind. Uh, it's mm -hmm. very, very dark and very, very grim. But so is, you know, the rest of the world right now. So, you know, <laughs> Enjoy it, right? Hey, see it represented in the Netflix show. <laughs> um, the second one, oh, Tiger King. Oh my God, Tiger King. Okay, so first of all, before I go into that, one thing that I will suggest to each and every one of you guys right now, and, and I know, Joyce, you would be interested in this as well. It would be easy to jump into watching some TV show that will just burn brain cells in your head and get you through the day. And that is, that is cool. And that's why I will take your, your two Netflix shows um, uh, per day and kind of step it up a bit. If you can make one of them a documentary series so that mm. in the time like this, you can still learn something, learn about other people's way of life, learn about, I don't know, watch, watch animals or something like that. Watch the hunt or like, planet earth or something like that mm. just so that you can educate yourself as well in a situation in a time like this so that you can learn something on the way now the one that i the recent documentary that i watched it was called tiger king uh it's a seven seven episode mini series uh mini docuseries on netflix i see you shaking your head you're like man what is this guy gonna talk about yeah uh, <laughs> uh it, did you know okay did you know joyce that there are more tigers in captivity in the united states than there are in the rest of the world. What? I did not know that. that that's, that's actually new information for me. That is, Thank you. and it's absolutely true. There are more tigers in captivity in the United States than there are in the wild. So this documentary is about a guy named Joe Exotic, who uh, 
who has a zoo. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, 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 no. This is so much weirder than just his name. You're going <laughs> <laughs> Zoo Exotic is the least weird thing about this documentary. That is like the 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 stem on the cherry, on the whipped cream, <laughs> on the ice cream, on top of the cake, on top of gold bars. Like it is wow. the weirdest <laughs> thing. You could not predict where this documentary was going. No, no chance in you like there was no chance in the world. No way. So I suggest it's like a 45 to 50 minute per episode documentary, uh, seven parts. It is insanely outrageous, but you will thoroughly be, I don't want to say it's good, but you will be thoroughly entertained just hoping to find out what in the world is going to happen next. So that was it. Okay. Okay. Good suggestion. The third one, I started watching the Marvelous uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, which was, it's an Amazon Prime show. Um, where she, it's like a time, it's like a timepiece kind of show. I saw, I saw the trailer for this one. Yeah. So she's a stand-up comedian and you know me, I love stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comedy for, you know, for years. It's always been like one of my go-to things. So it, it was a good like break from watching something like platform, which was so heavy and, you know, watching Tiger King, which is so weird. So the marvelous Miss Mizell, Miss Mizell was was a great break from all of that. So yeah, that, that was, those are the three uh, suggestions I have for you guys. Yeah. So Aaron is always the best person to ask when it comes to um, show suggestions. He'll give you the best ones to either, and it's diverse. Huh? You have the yeah. educational, you learn something, and then the super grim mystery type, RC, and then you also have the, yeah the artsy, the funny one. So if you need suggestions, go to at Aaron Atari or listen to the podcast. We'll keep updating you guys with um, shows that you can watch. You know, I also have seen. Have you been seeing this with your friends? I've been seeing a lot of my friends enrolling to universities online. I have some friends that really wanted, that really started getting into it. I didn't, I want to know how it's done. So, because I want to take some classes as well. Yeah, it's so easy. So so you can just uh, search, for example, Coursera is something that I've been using for a while now. It's for free. It gets you uh, connected to a lot of uh, subjects, really. And these are professors, professionals. I know John Mayer used to have a Coursera under Berkeley Music. Um, is on that why you took it? Yes, of course. Just to see. I mean, I mean, look at me. I mean, look at my shirt, bro. Oh, wow. This is. Wow. I mean, nice. it started there, and then you know that's and that's also how I fa- how I found out about Oxford when I went to Oxford in 2016. Everything's just through online. Um, my friend Faith is taking up brand management in University nice. of London. Nice. Uh, then Lucas, I think, is doing Columbia University. Mm-hmm. And so many, aren't you Aren't you just amazed that so many companies are making their lessons for free, available for free online? I am it's crazy. I love the fact that they're doing that because like I was saying a while ago, you're sitting around, you know, you're, you have an opportunity to either one, waste this time or to make something of it. You're not going to be, who knows like when will, I don't know if we're ever going to have anything like this ever again. So I hope one, everyone stays healthy. And if you're going to be self-quarantined and you're already there, do something with the time. And I think that that one, either watching documentaries and learning that way, or even better, like what you said, take classes. I love that. So what are you yeah. taking now? 
Um, I'm not taking anything because I'm borrowing through the books that I've I've been wanting to read. So I am in book number three parts. What are you and reading? I, I'm reading Norse mythology at the moment. What? So the first book that I borrowed through um, during this, like, I've been in quarantine for nine, eight, ten days, maybe. Uh-huh. And I love reading, so I, I I read quite fast. Like I've I've read a couple of articles. I I keep reading things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the one book that I would suggest to you that I think you'll also love is called Big Magic, by Ooh. Elizabeth Gilbert. And she's um, she's a writer. She's the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, and the whole book is really just about a cre- the creative process of an artist or, or of a creative and and she would describe ideas as living breathing souls that come to people or that you have to kind of chase and pursue right so it's a really interesting book which i love uh, the second book that i read is called um the reading life it was a compilation of a couple of essays by c.s lewis that talks about how important reading is or at least for the reader and now I'm reading Norse mythology because I wanted to know how Odin sold his other eye to get all the knowledge in the universe. And apparently he had two brothers. So, you know, Vin, Ve, and Odin. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I actually have to start reading something. <laughs> uh, I have to start reading this book. Hey! <laughs> this was uh, Joyce's birthday gift to me so i gotta get reading on this so i gotta get down on this so yeah it's a one today thing so i think you like it oh okay i wrote on the page i said don't knock it till you try it no i'm not not knocking it i'm not knocking it i swear i i will i will definitely get in on this because uh i mean i have a lot of time right now and yeah so i i want to get into a course and then i'm going to start reading that as well yeah you know um and and we're obviously we're we're speaking from a place of privilege and comfort. Definitely, like obviously, definitely. We understand that not everyone has the comfort of staying at home, working from home, like what we're doing now. Um, get in touch with friends and and doing our hobbies and doing all of these things. When you look at the news, obviously, it's it's a lot of uh, grim news, a lot of difficult things that's happening around us. But then again, as we mentioned earlier, as Aaron pointed out everything that you cannot control you can't choke the life out of you know like you can't i saw somebody on my twitter the other day which really which it really hurt my heart when i saw the tweet it it was like stay at home and stay angry and um although i understand the passion of people in that they want to help they want change they want things to be different i don't think staying angry will help anybody it, it won't even help the people who are in need right yes. so what you can do is maximize the things that you can do which is work and stay productive if you can work and stay productive enroll in things in online courses that will help you be a better person so that you can be a better part of your society of your community Third, like what Aaron was saying, connect with the people that you love and make sure that you're staying, making those connections stay even through this these difficult times. Um, fourth, be a part of the solution. Like Chuck Araneta, you know, putting together funds, procuring face masks and PPEs for our hospitals, praying for those people if you don't know, if you don't have the money yet to, and really just be an encouragement 
to everyone right now. Because staying angry while you're at home is not going to do anyone any good, right? It Parts? solves nothing. It solves nothing. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree, though, that we need to keep our eye open on what's happening in society. But That's at the right. same time, know what you can do from where you are. Uh, yes, there are things in society that we obviously wish weren't the way that they were or the way that some some actions are being done that we wish weren't happening. But at the same time, we need to know what we can control. Know how mm -hmm. we see how they react, how they act, but know how we react. Uh, you are absolutely correct that this is all coming from privilege. I mean, I, 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 my heart breaks every single time and I get anxiety attacks over and over and over again, thinking about all the lives that are affected by mm -hmm. the situation right now. And I, I pray every single night and every single morning um, that, you know, God will, will protect everyone here. And, you know, parts, you know me, I'm not, I'm not as much of a, of a, you know, prayerful per person as you are, but now I know that, you know, sometimes that that's really all we, we can do at, at certain yeah. points, certain points in time. Um, I don't know if, if we should stay angry. That's, uh, that might not be the way to go about it. Stay informed. Yeah. Stay, stay vigilant. Vigilant. <laughs> and stay at home. Yeah. Stay informed, stay vigilant, and stay at home. The three things that we have to remember through this whole COVID pandemic thing uh, and situation, I mean, we're going to try and do this episode, uh, this show yeah. every day now. Yeah. Even if it's like 30 minutes, 20 minutes, we'll, we'll try and do a recap of what's happening around us in society. And then like what we had a while ago with the Netflix thing, we'll just throw in like some small bits and pieces of, of trying to have a real conversation because that's what I, I hope everyone is, is going to be able to have very, very soon. Yeah, so tomorrow uh, we're going to share with you maybe the things that we've started to do that we never thought in our lifetime that we'll do while yes. we're in <laughs> while we're in quarantine, a.k.a. how do you make hot dog sinigang? <laughs> what? <laughs> you haven't oh, seen this Lord. on Facebook? No. <laughs> I mean, the stocks are running up, bro. Yung hipon wala doon, so what are you going to make? Hot dog sinigang. So that's why I, I thought that the way that we can end every single episode is, ano ulam mo mamaya? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see how it gets worse and worse and worse as the days go by. It's, it's going to okay. like downgrade as it goes along. So we're going to start yeah. it today. What is, ano ulam mo mamaya? Ano ulam ko, oh my gosh, I don't know. It's probably going or to ano be... Ulam mo uh, I made tacos yesterday. Aba? Diba? Diba? Wait lang parts. It was tacos with edamame and some soju with yakult. Oh! Look at you. Look at you domesticated wife, you. Kaya ako inasawa eh. Dapat talaga hindi mo masyadong ginagalingan eh. Lagi ako sinasabihin na pwede ka na mag-asawa. Wala, inasawa tuloy. How about you, Parts? What's your ulam? I had three cheese, which was Parmesan, mozzarella, and ricotta. Spaghetti last night. So it was like a nice little tomato base that I made myself. Fire roasted tomatoes. Uh, and I turned it into a pasta sauce. What husband that dude? I'm telling you, girl, I cook for you. 
Anyone out there looking for someone to cook for you tonight? I got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> oh, diba? So share with us anong ulam mo today yes. uh, on the comment section. We'll try to... I'll, I'll upload this um, right after we uh, record it. So hopefully this brings joy, information, and really just entertainment to you guys. It, 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 I, I was thinking about it while I was in the shower getting ready for this because, you know, those are the only times that I, I really have good ideas are in the bathroom. <laughs> so it, it, is, it is like a, it's our... For me, actually, it's an SOS. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's a shot of sanity. That mm-hmm. is that is how I look at this entire thing. Like talking to you, I know is a nice little shot of sanity for me, and I hope that it's the same way for everyone else. Awesome, and that is how you create and give birth to a show on the fly. I guess um, this is this has been the first episode of Shot of Sanity under Adulting with Joy Spring. Of course, uh, it was coined by Erin Tide, and we've actually uh, decided to start doing an everyday episode on Adulting with Joy Spring of Shot of Sanity. Because we are in quarantine, we have nothing better to do but to give content out to you that hopefully will encourage you, enlighten you, and help you through this difficult time. So thank you again for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adultingwithjoyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam!